Hello and welcome to everybody listening. This is Balancing the Act, a podcast that focuses on how you manage your job and make sure you travel. In this podcast, you will hear stories from people who were willing to take a leap of faith and believe in their ideas. Each podcast will leave you educated and leave you with a unique life lesson. Hello and welcome to Balancing the Act. Today I am going to speak to Samreen who is an assistant editor for Man's World magazine. She works in both the print and the online version. She writes on everything that we talk about, that is food, fashion, and culture. So let's hear it from Samreen. Samreen's got a lot of things to share. And more importantly, tell her story about how she became a magazine writer and much, much more. So hi, Samreen, welcome to Balancing the Act. And thank you for taking the time out. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited. It's the first podcast I'm ever recording. So I'm very thrilled that you asked me to do this. So Samreen, let's just dive into this. I want to know from you because you make your work look fun. Like it's, it's not like Samreen is doing this just for the heck of doing it. So I see you having a lot of fun. So how does this work and how is a magazine or a feature writer different from a normal news hardcore writer? Okay, so my work looks fun because it is. I am not going to deny that of course it has its own hardships but it is a fun job and while it looks like fun and it is fun, it's not all fun only. It's still uh, a lot of hard work. So when you ask me how we're different from a news uh, writer, it would mean it would be mainly because we talk about the slices of life whereas news talks about like the realities of life more like. So you need a fair balance as a reader as well. You need a fair balance between the news bit of it and what else is happening in life. And you know, what what are the other things that one should explore? So I think that's where a soft news or a features or a magazine, a lifestyle magazine per se comes into uh, view. So that's how it's different in the first place. Secondly, magazines are always a place where you go to find a little bit about yourself. You go to find uh, things about yourself that you probably like. For example, if someone loves fashion, so where do they go to see like what's happening? What's the latest in fashion? Or if someone's interested in uh, traveling, so where would they go? They would go to a magazine to see what are the destinations that people are traveling to or what destinations they should check out. So I think that's mainly where a magazine comes into view because you also need something that lets you, you know, explore sides of yourself and a magazine and long form will usually be that so yeah that's just what it is so given that you're having fun and uh, you know have the position of being an assistant editor for man's world what are the perks that your job includes i know that you get to see everything firsthand and before anybody experiences anything because me being a pr person does know this that the press gets certain perks so what is it like from your end i, I know my side of the story i want to know yours so I think the perks of being at an editorial position in a magazine always becomes, like you said, the first-hand experience of things. Also, I think in today's time when social media is so rampant and that everybody has an opinion, which is great. I think everyone should have an opinion and everyone should have a place to let it out. At the same time, the credibility that an editorial voice or an editorial opinion brings is something that stands out even more in a sea of voices like that. So I think one of the perks would definitely be being able to put out your opinion there. I think another perk would be that you get to meet a lot of people from different industries that interest you. So for example, with me, I personally am into food and hospitality. So I meet a lot of people 
from restaurants i meet chefs i meet hospitality pr which honestly are my favorite pr out of all and uh, that that experience of seeing how different industries work is i think one of the biggest perks of being at an editorial position in a magazine because you also get a perspective into other people's jobs you know and you also get a perspective into what other people do to make your job happen that being said i think one of the biggest perks would be to be able to bring to life ideas that are in mind your own mind or uh, in somebody else's mind but at the end of the day it, it it all comes together in a magazine it comes together on your website whatever the voice may be like i'm the i'm the assistant editor at a menswear magazine so it's so interesting when people want to know what's happening in menswear they are interested in finding out and you're the person who's taking it to them So I think that's one of the biggest perks and yeah like I said I think my favorite thing about this is being able to be a credible voice being able to be a credible voice of reason so I think that would be another perk and yeah of course I love being able to see things first and I love people telling me that you know this is what's happening and that's what's happening and I I love doing that yeah so sure <laughs> Well, because both of us live in Bombay, and I know you have a special thing for your uh, coffee and tea because I read your writings. So tell us a little about, you know, a special coffee memory that you have or a tea memory that you have in Bombay because a lot of my audience sits out of Bombay, and I trust your opinion on coffee and tea. So I'll tell you a very nice story actually here because I was in Delhi for the past six years before I moved back to Bombay for Man's World. I was with HP Branch in Delhi. I would visit Bombay almost every three months. and i have a very close friend here who also enjoys coffee as much as i do and she's always with me while we're on the lookout for small cafes and casey roasters right at food hall so before casey roasters became like the thing they had a they, i think they still have that cafe they had koinonia koinonia coffee roasters in khar and i'm not kidding if you see that lane you'll be afraid to enter it it's such a tiny lane and i heard the name somewhere and i went looking for it it was very difficult for me to find kevin it was so small that the coffee machine like the whole bean the the machine that roasts the bean was huge it occupied 90% of the cafe there were two tables and i sat there and i had an avocado and i had an americano and i bought coffee from there as well because it was this tiny little artisanal coffee shop which honestly in bombay i haven't really found many like now at least with the advent of blue tokai and many other artisanal single origin coffee places we still have like access to good coffee but i think this was i think 2 3 years ago so i was still not like in that space but i was finding that those kind of places so i think that was like a discovery because i discovered that place and i sent a lot of people after me a lot of people did go there as well so and then koinonia became big then koinonia became like casey roasters and then now they are in food hall and they're everywhere but i went to them when no one else no one knew about them so that would definitely be a memory that i would like to share i would also like to share a memory from delhi actually because uh, when blue tokai started nobody in delhi knew blue blue tokai had just started this was 2015 and i was yeah i somehow found that there's a new cafe that started and they were taking brewing classes so they were teaching you how to brew using different equipments and i actually went there and did a, a whole workshop and learned how to brew, brew a coffee in a mocha pot how to do it in an aeropress so that is basically i mean those are my favorite coffee memories i think because artisanal coffee is something that i'm big on so yeah 
Super. So this podcast does talk about a lot of travel, but because you are from a, a magazine perspective, you are obviously going there, doing your fam visits, and also understanding their food and culture because that is what your forte is, and that's what you write about. So, what is the scope or lens that you use when you are visiting a place? Are you looking for specific things, or you are just like you know leaving all your baggages and thoughts behind, and you are like I am living this moment, and फिर देखेंगे कुछ ना कुछ story तो obviously बनी. So the most important thing about traveling is the fact that you need to research before you go somewhere so that you know the common things because see obviously when you're going to a place for the first time you may find places or you may find things that you may be surprised by but the entire world knows about it and they'll be like what is new so you can't end up exploring the same old stuff i can't go to dubai and write about shopping festival that's just lame so it's extremely important for you to do your research before you go and i am also somebody who definitely while i'm honestly i'm a control freak so i need to have a little bit of planning in place i'm not one of those the most you know quote unquote impromptu people i can't just like reach a place and be like ha dekh lenge i'm not that person at all but at the same time while i will make my very basic arrangements i'm very open to exploring so i would want to like you know go there and talk to locals i think one of the most important things that i would suggest anyone to do is to talk to locals to ask people around you whether you know hey which is like the best cafe in this area hey is there a library in this area i'll tell you something my brother went on a solo trip to seoul okay south korea and he i think he just walked up to random people on the street and he asked them which is the nicest bar here and you know if i have one day here in this area where do you think i should go and people actually talk to you they will tell you what to do the same thing happened when i was in israel i actually asked someone you know which is a nice coffee pa- coffee place around the corner and i walked around to a coffee place at 11 in the night alone in jerusalem i went i got a cup of coffee i came back to my hotel so that kind of like you need to be open to that kind of experiences you don't necessarily have to have a strict itinerary and if you do your research you will know the common halls you will know what places places people usually talk about so automatically when you see a place that that hasn't featured in other stories before you can go and explore that place and as a travel writer as a travel editor if when i'm looking at a story i need a personal experience so a travel piece always needs to be a mix of a personal experience and a new thing about a certain place because the minute you make it a personal essay people are living that place through you and that's where your job is done that is where your job is done so when i went to israel and when i wrote my story my story was entirely talking about israel from my lens i was talking about food in israel so i compared it to if i'm having a kebab in tel aviv i compare, compared it to the kebab i've had here and i cannot even tell you how many people came back and said that we could literally taste the food in our mouth with the way you written it because people look for personal essays when you come back from a trip and if i'm asking you oh you went to this place how was it i'm looking for your personal experience so that's exactly what needs to come through in your travel pieces for it to resonate with people they need to be able to live that place that moment that food that drink through you that's how it works So, Samin, interesting enough. I want to know your story on some place that you have experienced and what you have experienced. I think it will be very nice because I know that you are a good storyteller. So, I think it's story time now for me and for our listeners. So, Samin, here's your shot at your favorite travel experience. I think my favorite travel experience has to be Palampur. So, I did a trip to Dalhousie and Palampur uh, last year in uh, June, I think. 
and uh, i went to palampur mainly because i did not like you know i was just like looking for a place which has like a little bit of downtime palampur happened to be the, be the place which had all the possible activities that i wanted to do so i was there for like 3 days and uh, i went i went and did this workshop a pottery workshop it was a 2 3 hour pottery workshop like not like one of those tiny little make a pot go home sort of a thing so it's called andretta andretta pottery andretta pottery a uh, pottery it is at um, palampur and uh, they had uh, quick workshops they had long workshops so you can make your own pot you can uh, glaze it and everything and they also have long um, workshop plans so like for example if you're okay with like going for two weeks to make pot- pottery in palampur so you can register with them and you can go off so i went there i did uh, i spent a day at the pottery workshop then i also took a tour at this tea estate in palampur so the tea estate already the funniest thing that tea estate had this one well which said uh, ye chai ki aadat mujhe pradhan mantri bana kar chhodo and i was thrilled i was so excited about that place i was like so they basically showed us how different kinds of tea are made like you know how green green tea is made how black tea is made they also showed us how flavors are added to tea so i actually saw women who were sitting and uh, cutting lemongrass chopping lemongrass to mix it in tea to make lemongrass tea they had a separate group of people who were working on roses to make rose tea so that and obviously they showed us the entire estate they showed us the plantation we had a tea tasting session as well over there so that was very exciting so palampur i think has to be one of the most exciting things i've done dalhousie would be next mainly because dalhousie also has a lot of these tiny cafes and i always look for places which are like quaint little cafes with quirky floors with two chairs over there and a chalkboard that has a specials you know that's my idea when i'm traveling i need to find places which are like tiny but they might be just like one chair over there and then one person come and ask me hamare paas do hi cheeze aapko kya lena hai you know i love travel like that so that's basically um what i did masuri was also very similar i again went into random lanes and landor looking for random cafes found really cute little small places but i think palampur has to be my favorite mainly because i got to do a lot of activities that i otherwise would not have been able to do in bombay and i actually have two trips in mind right now that i am planning uh, to do as soon as things are better number one i want to go and stay at a coffee estate in kurg for a week and number two would be i want to go to this cheese farm in mukteshwar so Ooh. that's definitely going to happen so my travel is always related to a localized food and culture exploration of the place so yeah those are my favorite experiences so i think i have like like you mentioned a person should you know be there understand the process and because i have been to a tea estate myself i understand what you are telling me about how how much fun it is to witness it and then also taste that product ha ye banta to aise pan mujhe bhi to khilao like when you go to a vineyard you want to taste the wine it's not like ki aap vineyard dekh lete ho and wine nahi piyoge so this is something like not a lot of people have told me and i am happy to get these unique thoughts of yours i also want to understand something new that you're doing i saw that you're up with a new column so tell us a little about what's happening with man's world and what is this column about and how frequently should one have their eye on this column 
So okay, so Man's World in general, me and my executive editor both are foodies. We both talk food. We uh, share recipe books. Like we are really one, you know, those people who like keep talking about food, places, uh, recipes. He's more of a like he cooks and all. I'm not so much into cooking. So he does a column on Friday. I do my column on Thursday, which is called uh, Where to Order Dinner Tonight. And the idea behind actually starting that column was the fact that during the pandemic, a lot of cities had a lot of new food ventures that started out. And in a time which was so grim, which was so dimly lit, we did not see the light at the end of the tunnel. I think starting an F F and B venture has to be the bravest thing one can do. So the idea behind doing this column is to celebrate the F and B industry. Which has always given us so much to be thankful for. Like we enjoy ourselves when we go out, dinners, lunches, experiential. All of that has always contributed to our life. So now is the time when they have suffered so much, and all of them, Kevin, believe me, because I talk to so many of them on a daily basis. They have all done everything they can to keep their heads above water. and i think it's important for us to support them in that so the column that i do basically covers different kinds of joints so the when i started out i started out talking about new places that have opened up during the pandemic so i did like a bombay edition a delhi edition a bangalore and chennai edition then i got into specific types of food so like i did one which was about cloud kitchens and new cloud kitchens relatively delivery kitchens that have opened up then previously i did one which was about coffee and tea time upgrade because like people like me who need to step out for coffee like every two days haven't been able to but that doesn't mean we did drink gunk at home like i'm very against drinking fast processed bottled instant coffee like i would just it, it's not even allowed in my house so that was basically about how you can have the kind of coffee that you used to have outside how you can have it at home so uh, i covered a lot of artisanal tea and coffee blends in that in the coming week i'm planning to do one on sauces and spreads because there are these small ventures food ventures that have started which are doing specifically sauces and spreads and even restaurants for that matter for example yazoo in mumbai yazoo has now launched its own shezwan and i think yeah, it's sichuan and uh, burnt chili oil right they have started those sauces so you can make your own food at home using their sauces so like these little places and little ventures are kind of doing everything they can to bring innovation and i think it's extremely important for us to support that innovation so that's primarily why i write these columns so yeah next week's uh, sources and spreads every thursday is when you should be looking out for my column and if you have any ideas like if anybody who's listening to this has any ideas i am always available on instagram dm please tell me i'm always on the lookout for like new ideas so just to put it out there samreen 43 is her id s a m r e n 43 is where you can reach out to her and like she mentioned she is open to all your thoughts and suggestions so samreen i like to take and collect everybody's life lessons so here i want to understand what is samreen's life lesson in life and what she thinks of life and what it has taught her life i honestly i feel like i'm the worst person who can give anyone a lesson but i think the one thing that i have learned is to never apologize for who you are and never apologize for what you bring to the table you always bring something to the table and if people can't see it then it's not it's not really your problem and i think a lot of us do grow up uh, feel always second guessing ourselves 
so don't do that don't second guess yourself and be okay with who you are and always look to become better i think all of us every single day can learn and i am someone who like even though like with my team i always look to learn from them because see at the end of the day they are the first gen instagram people we we joined facebook 15 years ago kevin we are not those people anymore you know so i think it's very very important to know that you can always learn something new don't be afraid to go after what you think you want and you deserve and don't apologize for you who you are and where you want to be that's all i can say because i'm i'm not somebody who can really give life lessons <laughs> but i think this was quite uh, honest and i feel everybody should you know not be caught uh, back in their own thoughts of yaar yaar ye log kya sochenge ya this is not me or whatever that is i think so you should be you and if you are true to yourself you will be a better person so uh, thank you for taking the time out it was a pleasure speaking to you getting insights on how to write the travel piece if, if people don't know and i especially will write some travel pieces and share with you so uh, so thank you for the time and thank you for being on balance india thank you so much for having me This podcast is brought to you by Backpacker Me Instagram handle at Backpacker Me. Follow, share.